up everybody everybody what's up everybody What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Everybody podcast here with my co-host, Sweet Tinas. What's up, dude? Pretty sure you do the exact same intro every time. I do. Same pitch, like, tone. Yeah, got to. I like the way you got your freaking mic set up, dude. Like, <laughs> I just smoked myself. In the Steven's face. new at this. I am. Anyway, he's never done a podcast before. Never, never. I let you set it up, and then I just leave it like it is. On a scale of one to ten, how close does ours resemble Joe Rogan's podcast? I would say about a nine and a half. Yeah. At least, I mean, on the low end, a nine and a half. Yeah. We're that close. The only thing we're missing is a camera for just both of our faces. I know, dude. Single, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. everything, I think, I think, like, you know, the topics and stuff, very similar. Yeah, did y'all have like a script before y'all went in there? Zero script. It he was, just he just asked questions and he just flowed into stuff. Literally, I waited. Um, a buddy of mine, Nick. Uh, we'll just leave his name at that. Nick, top secret. Um, flew me out on his private jet. He's a good buddy of mine. We I do private stuff. They're super super nice guy. Long long, you know, he's a martial artist, lifelong mm -hmm. martial artist. And uh, flew out as part of a jet, stayed at the hotel. We literally drove to his setup, which was like, I don't want to give his location away, but it would it is not at a place where you think his podcast would be. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, are you sure we're in the right spot? It's like, yeah, this is the address. So we ended up showing up, walking in. He had security, like you wouldn't believe. That's the one thing that I think too. Like we don't have security. I think we'll need some security. As many people as outside right now. Asking for you and me, it's ridiculous. Yeah. We we definitely need some security. Um, but he shows up. We walk in. Jamie came up and introduced himself. I had no idea who he was because I've never seen his face. Yeah, I've seen young I've, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. I have not young seen Jamie's him. a big shoe guy. He's oh, in the shoes. Right. I talked his Instagram one time. Oh yeah, yeah. Got to start. I literally googled who is young Jamie, and you'll feel you know they got it all on there. He's a wow. shoe guy. Didn't know that. Young James. Never knew who he was. I was like, what's up, Jamie? You know how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, you're Jamie? He's like, yeah. I was like, wow. Okay, cool. He walks in. I sit down, and we just start chatting. Chatting it up. That was after the Jeff Neal fight, right? Yeah. Or was it Vicente? No, it was Jeff. Yeah, it was yeah. It was after Jeff Neal. Was it before? Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah. Right after Jeff. I think they were just about to announce you versus... Burns? Gilbert. Mm-hmm. If, if if they hadn't already. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was pretty easy because we just chatted. And next thing you know, three and a half hours flew by, went by. I was like, what? I don't feel like we've been here for an hour. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it was pretty cool. We, we we literally talked from fighting to me getting knocked out to chiropractic to just Is he a big chiropractor Elvis. guy? No, he's not a big chiropractor. He doesn't believe in it. Really? Yeah. Did you not watch the whole thing, dude? I don't have three and a half hours to just listen, bro. Well, you you need to. You need to find time. Bits and pieces. I only listen to the clips that they put on YouTube. Okay. So, yeah, we talked about it. He doesn't He doesn't believe in it. Do you well, believe in it? I mean, I've been going to chiropractor since I was like three in any time. What What were his What were his things about? I, uh, I don't know. He's like, see, look. He's like, you know, cracking his fingers. And I just come chiropractor myself. Blah, blah, blah. It's just about cracking and blah, blah, blah. But there's been, there's been a few times where it's like I've been to a chiropractic spot. And they just literally just 
crack you and it didn't feel like you were there just to get cracked. That was mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? But I've been, you know, the spots that we've been to as a little kid, it's like literally, you know, what's going on, you know, what, what's, what's bothering you, blah, blah, blah. And whatever they do, not only is it chiropractic, but with some massage as well has helped me. Does you know he believe I mean? in massages? Uh, probably. I wouldn't even talk about massages. I believe in massages, 100%. During camp, I'm, I go to one like twice a week, massage therapist. I should do it on the off season, but I don't. So I love massages. If I'm not hurting or about, uh, about to cry during the massage, I don't want it. I don't like massages. Why? I only like massages if they're like my, this area. You don't like because because I, I go into the massage place and they have you lay on your stomach, and by the time they start the massage, my face is filling up with mucus so I can't breathe. Oh yeah. Or there's like this. I have this weird thing where it's like if I have an itch, I have to scratch it. And you don't want to move so to, to, or, to mess up the flow of the massage therapy. Yeah. I'm or or if they put care. me in a bad position, like my back will start cramping, but I won't say anything. So the whole time <laughs> I'm just like. Suck it up, suck it up, suck it up. I don't even get to enjoy the massage. Why would you so I want to be able to just sit like this and have them just do this. Just do the upper, Trap, upper, upper neck, part. head. You know, uh, going to get, get a get My a nice arms, too, are pretty Pedicure. Good. Nice foot and calf massage. I would literally go get a pedicure just to get that done. They yeah. don't paint my nails or anything, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to get a calf and foot massage to die for. Did he, did he give, like, an alternative? Like, I don't like chiropractic. Chiro chiropractor i like this instead no he did not no he did not we just talked about you know he doesn't believe in it it's like a scam uh, which you know i guess if you don't go to the right person i can feel like it could it could seem that way mm -hmm. you know i don't know i feel like sometimes i've been adjusted or i feel like i need to be adjusted yeah like i feel like i need to be decompressed mm -hmm. i've had ribs out and had them set back from a chiropractor so, I mean, do what you will with that. Yeah. I don't know. Either you do or you don't. It's like, it's like, it's like acupuncture. You know what I mean? I've had acupuncture. That stuff, like there's so much stuff yeah, out I, there in terms of recovery that's just happening so fast that I guess logically makes sense. I don't know about acupuncture. I don't know the, the deal. What are they I, like t targeting nerves or something? So, I've had acupuncture and I've had dry needling. So acupuncture, it's like they stick these little needles in you in certain places. I don't, I didn't feel a dang thing. Yeah. And then I've had dry needling. Like I've had knots in my, in my back, my traps, and I've had it dry needled. And instantly that thing, like it, my muscle like was spasming and then you just feel it release. Like it just goes away. So I believe in not acupuncture, but I believe in like dry needling. You know what What's I mean? What's that? So it's like, I feel like acupuncture, it's like they hit like these pressure points, but I feel like the needle, like a tiny needle just goes in the surface of your skin. And there's like, guys, I, I don't know anything about it. I just had it done to me and this is how I felt. It just went to the top of the skin. Disclaimer. It's supposed, to be, supposed to be like does stuff to you and dry needling. It actually goes, it's a, it's a little bit thicker of a, maybe a little bit thicker of a needle. Not enough to maybe, a, I mean, to cause a lot of bleeding or anything, but it goes into the muscle to the, to the belly of the muscle and it gets that whatever's hard, whatever's knotted up on you to release, you know, and I could feel that muscle just going like this, just like twitching Spasming. and then it just, and then you just feel it like I have no more pain there. 
mean, it, and the next day it's sore where it was, and then it's great. So I've had dry needling done, but I, but I but I've had also had acupuncture, and it was like, eh, I don't think. Have you, ever, you ever done cupping? No, that's another thing a ton of athletes are doing. Like, what is that? What is it? What is I, it? I, I didn't Google it. I have no idea, but I'm speculating that what it's doing is it's drawing any sort of stagnant blood to the surface of the body, getting it into the lymphatic system so that your body can properly dispose of it, therefore decreasing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're an idiot, bro. No, but for real though, I, I think it's like getting stagnant blood to the surface of the Skin. Okay, we need to fact check this, sweet tea. So I'm not. I'm not about to fact check it. You, know you got. You guys, it? let us know the deal. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a bruise, blood comes to the, the surface of the skin, and then the body is handles it a little bit easier. I don't know, but like, why the back? Why not wherever the problem is? You know, what I mean, you <laughs> yeah, only or, see it on the back or anywhere. Like, yeah, like yeah. you'll see people come out and their entire body is just cupped. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Most <laughs> like, of the time, it's like a general cupping. Like they don't know where to go. There, you got like one right here on the forehead, <laughs> everywhere. No, I know that like the ancients. They've been around for like thousands of years. Maybe but they'll do like. Did you just make that up? No, I probably, I probably, pretty sure. It's if been you want anything like, to sound legit, just say it's been around for thousands of years. Okay, maybe hundreds. I don't know, but and like the Orient, right? So they like take a, a hot thing and they whoosh, they like swipe the metal bottle and stick it on your skin. It's supposed to like yeah, the make glass a suction cup. But now yeah. they just have like is literally the, a the plastic plunger on yeah. your back. <laughs> <laughs> Until it just pops up uh, I don't know just I have no idea I mean Anything we just talked about We have no idea What It's Not all bashing it Just no. ignorant on the subject Really ignorant I haven't found any time To be like Hey man What's cupping do Yeah Me neither But I think that's Is there anything else out there That, that is just crazy Besides that Yeah, yeah Acupuncture Dry needling Chiropractic Just straight up medicine all together <laughs> i've been seeing yeah. a lot a ton here recently on social media about just natural remedies you know stuff that you don't or maybe not allowed to hear about anymore talk about especially because and it goes down this rabbit hole of the rockefellers how you know how they do all this other stuff freaking you had to bring up the, the rockefellers, rockefellers i had dude. to man i had to you go down these rabbit this, holes this and guy. stuff and all the natural remedies were kind of shunted. And if you ever taught that, then you were discredited. You know, stuff that's been around for so long. That was probably a story told by somebody who was discredited. Probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. He was bitter about it. But no, I think you should go down that rabbit hole, sweetie. No. I think you should. I'm not, a, I'm not a big conspiracy guy. But I do know that if you ever say the Rockefellers, then, you know. You're going right into a pure, purebred conspiracy right there. Mm -hmm. And that not only does you it can't it have medicine, a conspiracy without the Rockefellers <laughs> or uh, the Rothschilds. Yeah. <laughs> Were you, was that it? No, dude, I had it in my brain and then I lost it. There was like another like ridiculous thing. Like it can't be a another conspiracy. family. I don't, I don't remember what it was. It literally okay. just left me. I guess because I was talking about the Rockefellers, they sent something and they like probed it out of my brain. It was a satellite that just it took it took the oh yeah Tesla, Nikola Tesla. Oh, oh oh yeah oh yeah 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 Tesla. That's right, Nikola so. Tesla. Yeah, yeah dude. dude. I love I love I just I think it's it's fun to go down those kind of rabbit holes and you know what if it is what if it isn't but is it oh this makes it sound like it's like the whole flat Earth crap, right? 
I uh, think uh, anybody you had to bring up <laughs> flat earth. Okay. No, what I'm saying is, I'm not going into all that, but what I'm saying is people can, if you watch just a little bit of it, they plant a seed in your head, right? It's like anybody can make can, anything sound believable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's like birds aren't real, dude. Right. They're all m- machines. They're all robots. <laughs> They're robots. Sent out by the government to probe on us. It's crazy Spy how, us. you know, one day it's truth, one day it's the next. One day coffee's good for you, the next day it's not kind of stuff, you know. They can all make it sound believable. Mm. But it's just like, what's real right that's now, That's like That's, that's one of the negatives of all this information right at our fingertips. I know. You don't know what to believe. No, there's you can, not, nobody you can fact checks anything. Google, you can find answers for anything that you want to believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's a shame. It's a problem. It doesn't even have to be fact checked anymore. No. It just is. And you see the article, or you know, you know, a story is legit and 100 percent accurate if the person who is telling it to you starts off with. So I was on Facebook the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it is 100 percent true. Oh no. I did something the other day. I was like, well, TikTok had And you were like, oh, Steven. Steven. It's the modern day Facebook, man. It is, dude. It you is. know it. As soon as someone says, well, you know what I saw on Facebook? <laughs> I saw on Facebook <laughs> the other day that you're like, oh, God. You immediately check out. I'm like, oh, no, yeah, I can't believe in it. You know, we, we, had, we had a guy who taught here who was. Just the conspiracy spirit. Conspiracy spirit. Conspiracy theorist. Conspiracy theorist guru. Old, Who? Oh, um, Thomas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, him, it, him, it's just too many conspiracies. I know. There's, there's a lot out there. I mean, there's a lot that I, you know, that's super believable, and, and some that are just like so far out there. It's like, all right, why are we even talking about this? Mm-hmm. You know? But it's fun. I like it. I like it. You know, Joe Rogan, he's all about the conspiracy theory. Is he about them or does he like kind of make fun of them a little bit? No, I, I think it's kind of back and forth. Like he tries to get down to the truth of thing. And I think more on his excitement is that why does this person believe what he does? You know what I mean? I think he's more about that and trying to get the truth of why do you, why does this guy believe this? You know what I mean? I think he's more uh, infatuated with, with the mindset of the person he's talking to. Gosh, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. It makes sense. That's why I'm like always watching serial killer stuff. It's like what's going on in that person's mind and, to yeah. want them to just do kill this somebody. Stuff. Right? And like and, and, and why were I mean there probably were, but no, what I'm saying is and when I went to South Africa, they had this little six to seven year old girl out there skinning these animals, and I'm like, you know, to us, for your kid to do that here, it's like um, child abuse People would be like Oh that's You know That's child abuse Having that little kid Do that it would, Imagine what it's doing To that little kid's head You know and, and then How in other countries Kids can do that And not be serial killers But here You have these kids That Just Kill animals just, Yeah but it's a different reason though Yeah It's the motive behind it You got a kid Skinning a deer in Africa but to, to feed the family And everything That's one thing But you have a kid in the park killing an animal for the fun of it to watch it it die. That's a, that's pretty, that's a, that's a sign right there. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is like, you know, why did that kid that's doing this and seeing this not roll over to 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it had to do with his teachings. You know, this is yeah. this is solely for food and whatever. Who survival. Knows? But that, survival. that's what makes it so fascinating as to why these people do this stuff. And yeah. kind of like that, you know. Like like yeah. Joe Rogan just wanting to see, like, why does this person believe that? Yeah. I think that's the next step for him. I wonder if he could do that. That would be one of the most watched interviews ever. If you could just, if it, What's the serial killer now that you can think of? Who's a serial killer now? There, there, there. There's not as many. Yeah. Um, or that, or that we know of that is just not talked about. Right. Yeah. Like well, back in they the day, say yeah. like ninety percent of all of that happened in like the seventies and eighties. Why? Like ninety percent of all serial then? killers. Just the drugs and stuff. Like what was going on then? No, I think it was. A, I think it was a mainly just the the resources just weren't as good they didn't have like fingerprinting and like dna dna oh, testing so like crazy people out there. They just get caught. yeah they're just gonna get caught yeah. before they can kill 30 people yeah which is like nuts it's crazy if there is any oh was that was that yeah, it was the chair farts nah, over there, nah, ripping farts and breaking hearts nah bro <laughs> i don't know that would be crazy because i looked at that interview of that the the ice man the ice uh what were they called? Not Chuck Liddell. No. Some this guy Russian was, mafia boss. Wow. That interview was crazy. If it was real, it was a conspiracy. It wasn't a conspiracy. They actually did. They had the whole interview on did the Did you guy. see it on Facebook? No. <laughs> I didn't see it on Facebook. It was an 80s documentary, early 90s of this guy. He murdered just everybody. He worked for the mafia. I forgot the guy's name. They called him the Iceman. He killed you kill his friend. Just, just, just. Because he made it mad. It was wild. Like, and he had no remorse. You can see it, you see it in his face. Just no remorse. Joe Rogan said I have somebody like that on. Be Armed guards behind him, handcuffed. Charles Manson. Charles Manson. Nah, yeah. but then, then you'd be like glorifying that guy. I'm yeah, yeah, can't do it, bro. Can't, can't do it, yeah. Yeah. Is that right, Charles Manson? Charles Manson. Yeah, he was, uh, he was the guy that... He made that. Uh, he had his own little cult in Africa, right? Charles Manson. I don't yep. know if it was Africa, but no, it was somewhere. Only was Africa. Out. Okay, but anyway, yeah, they 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 people flew in to see what was going on there because they were getting no complaints. no 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 that 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 was it's different. That was a Manson. No. Swear. Yeah. No, that was the no. That was something different. I look at it right now. That was not Manson. I promise. Charles you. Manson. It was. Dude, he, he did not have a cult in Africa. It was in Africa, but it was somewhere. No, you're thinking about the Charles Manson. No, you're thinking about the dude who had the cult, and then he wasn't feeding them, and then the military got involved. Don't drink the Kool Aid. No, isn't it that yeah, guy? Yeah, that guy. No, he. That, who was that? Because Manson's still alive. Or no, I think he was. Is he still alive? I don't know. Really? Okay. Hundred percent. That was not him. Are you sure? You, you okay? How much? Hundred percent. You'd be willing to bet. I'll bet you one thousand dollars cash money right here, right now that that was not Charles all right, Manson. All right, all right. I got I got to look this up. This is on this is on the channel right now so y'all will see Charles he'll Venmo me. <laughs> Charles. In Bruh. two separate panels. Charles Manson was an American criminal and musician who led his led the this Manson family a cult base in California in the late 1960s. Boom. Some of the members committed Venmo a series me. of nine murders 
Venmo me. Bro, I, I didn't bet you. I said, yeah, you did. You asked me if I was willing to make a bet, and I did. All right, but, and then I, but I didn't agree to it. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Venmo. I didn't. All right, I'll Venmo you, dude. Appreciate you. Yeah, you're welcome. I just got it. Thanks. 1960s, man, so was convicted of his first-degree murder. Dang, are you sh- Man. I told you, bro. Don't drink Cutting the Kool-Aid. Hours. I forgot who it was, but wasn't Manson. Two murders, seven yeah, victims. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right, dog. You're right. <laughs> Venmo me, <laughs> Who bro. was that guy? Uh, y'all will know, and I know who it is. Type. I just can't remember. Yeah. yeah I can't remember the off the top of my below. brain. But, you know, I, what, what, what concerns me is how many people believe or are so willing to go into those kind of like, Believe in that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like cults, you know? The occult. The occult. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. How do we get into all this again? I don't know. Joe Rogan? Conspiracies? Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I have no like idea how we got to this point. But, um, so anyways, chiropractor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, conspiracy theories, Joe Rogan. That's how exactly how we got into it. Uh. Oh, and we got into that by you saying how close, real scale one to ten, how close we are. To a Joe Obviously, Rogan. we're super well organized. So. Yeah. What uh, else did y'all talk about that that stood up? Oh, this is on Presley. Spotify, by the way. Elvis Presley. Yeah. We talked about Elvis, his brother. Elvis's uh, brother or Joe Rogan's brother? Elvis's brother. Oh. Does Joe Rogan have a brother? I don't know. Oh, I'll say. Yeah. Um, and he showed an interview that he did or something. And he was just high as all get out. Elvis was. Elvis was high. Elvis I know, was high. Dude. There's a video out there of him doing something. And he's just like, <laughs> just crazy. Well, that's just crazy, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, I just imagine a guy like that, Elvis Presley. How popular he was at the time. Could he? Could, how could you live life? He couldn't. How could you live life? He would have to, his brother would say he would have to go to, for him to go to a movie theater, he would have to rent the whole place out and be there by himself. You know? He, he was so like, drugged up. There was, there was, at the end of his speaking time. Speaking of conspiracies. He's alive, dude. Who killed Elvis? No, he's dead. Or is he? Or is he? I just saw this. I sent this video to dad. And it goes into detail. Did you find it on Facebook? <laughs> no. But I thought it was funny because... You know, dad loves Elvis. And I was like, hey, he's still alive, dad. And it goes into detail on like how he set up his murder. It wasn't really his body. You know, he was friends with the doctor that said it was him. Um, it was wild. It was, it was pretty cool. It was the Italian mafia, bro. No, nah, it was the mafia, dude. They got the him. Mafia. They didn't get him. He just wanted Dude, to I'm telling you, they did this thing on TV. I watched it. Talking about Elvis and his death. And how... It was the mafia because he OD'd on a drug that he had taken many, many, many times. So he knew how much he should have taken. Yet he Not went he like way up. overboard. Not if he was already high. Well, the, the point was is that he had done it. He knows. Well, they said uh, close to the end of his time that like, there had to be somebody that, that, that had to be there in the room while he exactly. was Because he was so messed up. Yeah. All the time. Exactly, and then they implanted oh. the drugs and made it look like an OD, but in reality, they they drugged him up. Yeah, why Italian why mom. why the why the mafia? I forgot why, but he had done something with them or for them, and he was going supposedly going to testify. 
in court oh. against him. Elvis would go to testify. Mm-hmm. He was like scheduled to testify against him, and then they got him before he could. Mm-hmm. I mean, nowadays, I mean, I believe it. Yeah. I mean, they made it sound convincing. These popular people, man, just people end up going dead around them. Yeah, no. Should I say the name? I'll probably end up dead. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, <laughs> Let me bring that nonsense bring around here, in. bro. Yeah. Next thing you know, Stephen Thompson's murdered. Mm-hmm. Don't be bringing that juju over here, dude. <laughs> Next thing you know, upstate karate's shut down. No, we we, we keep rolling. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> we keep rolling, bro. I got it. Thanks for team. You're welcome, man. Um, but anyways, yeah, Elvis is, uh, if y'all don't know, Elvis is the reason my dad started the martial arts back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Cause I was going into the story while you, you look, whatever you're looking up. Well, I found it. I was just getting ready for the, you know, talking about the fights and stuff. Okay. Well, yeah, my dad, um, was a huge Elvis fan. His mom used to like to watch all of his Westerns and stuff. And my dad was a huge fan of him. Couldn't sing like him, couldn't dance like him. So he would do a lot of his karate stuff on stage. So he decided to try out karate. He was in military school at the time. So he would, you know, there was one guy that would come in. He would save his money. He's like, he, my dad only got an allowance of $5 a week. And he spent that on martial arts training. So he was hooked. Dedication. Yeah. Hooked. $5. So if it wasn't for Elvis, I'd probably be selling insurance. So, uh, yeah, $5 is, was like a lot or something like that back then. Because... You know, I was talking to Lee Stuckey, Major, uh, Major Lee Stuckey, a friend, a friend of ours. His dad, his dad, was born in 1897. His dad's dad. Yep. Lee Stuckey's dad's dad. Mm-hmm. So it was his grandfather. Born in 1897, and him and his brothers in the 1930s or 40s or something like that. They had six brothers, and they would play. They had like a and his cousin. They had like a baseball team, and he would save up his money all the time, and he would have what 20 nickels. And with the other team, he would let the other team hold these 20 nickels and they would talk about it because they never hold, held so much money in their life. And they would, t- they would talk, they would, they would hold this money, these 20 nickels and say what they would do with this kind of money. I'm like, 20, a, a dollar? I'd have, I'd have cupped it and ran, baby. A dollar? People had more honor than that back in the day, you know? A dollar. Maybe. You can't do nothing with a dollar now. You they can't was, even dial 1010220, 10, bro. <laughs> Ten two two twenty. Yeah, only a dollar, and then ten cents per minute after that. I remember when what what was it? The iTunes songs were a dollar or ninety nine cent. Mm-hmm. Ninety nine, ninety nine. Can't do nothing with a dollar now. Like like twenty quarters, twenty nickels, and like about what they would do with this kind of. You money. can play a claw machine twice. True. Is it a quarter? Is it no? It's a quarter, not a nickel. What? A dollar. Oh, you talking about? I'm talking yeah, about a dollar. Yeah. It's fifty cents a play, bro. Yeah. Anyway, another conspiracy theorist. You want to get into some fights? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's talk about some fights. Only because the card last night was epic in was terms really of good. every fight ended in a finish. Uh, why? There was only 10 all, fights on the yeah. card, but every fight ended in a finish. That's great. That's great. Why what? You guys have something? Every, like the, the big cards, the ones you look so forward to, never, there's never a knockout. It's always the longest card known to mankind. Yeah. Speaking of which, we have another fight party coming up for Do UFC we? 279. Is that the 
Eight? Is that which which card is UFC that? UFC 278 Usman card. Ooh, we're doing a fight party for that? Let's go, dude. UFC watch party. Um I yeah, recommend, dude. I recommend checking those out, guys. Go to um Fight Pass, look up the fight parties. Yeah, the the, the watch parties. I forgot the last one we did. That was the uh, Rose Namunez, right? And it was the most boring fight ever. Remember? Oh yeah, dude. And that was I feel like every time card. we do it. So, so our apologies if this fight is boring. This card is boring because every time we do a watch party, dude, we did that one where it was the Hamzat Burns. That was the same one. Was that it? Was the same one, yeah. Oh my god. But our last two That was the only good fight Yeah And the rest of them yeah. Were like 37 minutes A piece of just Nonsense And we were Yeah we had people like Falling asleep Yeah Trying to stay awake The UFC was having to tell us To like wake up <laughs> It's like Steve like, Wake that guy up in the back <laughs> I'm like oh gosh sorry. It was rough I know And the last two Had been like that Hopefully But anyway This last card was fire uh, There was a lot and, and, and some guys that We're familiar with That I'm familiar with Mm-hmm and some guys that um, um, that previously won the Ultimate Fighter, mm-hmm. he's been coming down and getting some sparring in with us. Mm-hmm. And we had two new Ultimate Fighter winners. So great fights. Uh, talk about main card. Well, Actually, Brian Battle, he was yeah. on the. That was him. Yeah, he was on. He was not on the main card. He wasn't on the main. No. card. I thought he was. I thought it was first no. fight on the main card. No. Okay. Um, but yeah, my buddy Brian Battle uh, has been coming. I guess been tr- get, getting some training in with us for the past few. North months. Carolina guy, North Carolina guy, he's been coming in, and uh, of course the guy he was facing was uh, I guess a karate guy. From what he was talking about, and freaking head kicked him to mm. Mars. It was the coolest setup ever. It was, you know what it remind me of old Cowboy Cerrone setup. Against Rick Story? Oh, man. The right hand head kick. He did that to a bunch of people. Right hand head kick. It was so quick. It was like, pop, pop. I remember watching that thing over and over again, just the sound. Pop, 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 pop. It wasn't like a right hand, lob the leg up. It was quick. Mm-hmm. And just put him to sleep. It was great. I like I like the setup. My buddy Brian's a very crafty fighter. And he went from 185 to 170 now. So he's doing work. He's a tall 170. Mm-hmm. He's taller than I am, I believe. Uh, and then he called out Ian Gary at the end of the fight. Once, once Ian Gary. So hey, we had a couple of good callouts. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was beautiful. We're actually gonna do a breakdown on that setup and finish for attending Tuesday this week. So make sure you guys stay tuned to learn about maybe how you can do that against some folk in the future. So um, uh, that that'll be a good fight. Him and Ian Gary. You know, we'll see if Ian takes it. Ian's a little bit of a veteran now, kind of a, kind of a, a, a top-notch guy. Yes. Um, but let's see. Let's let's skip all the way up to Muhammad Usman and Zach Pauga. Pauga. Oh man, Usman, dude. Why is it that the younger brothers are always bigger than the older brothers? Yeah. You know. I don't know, man. Because we had to evolve and and be able to defend ourselves from y'all. Yeah. And just more durable. You have mm-hmm. to be more durable, I guess, because we just put you all through heck. Muhammad Usman is huge. Not only is he huge, Muhammad he's huge shredded. It looks like it doesn't make sense because with a shirt on, he looks like he's got like a like kind of a, of a belly. But then we take your shirt off, it's just like eight pack. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah, he, he didn't get off to the best start. You know, Palga was looking fast. 
crisp, um, picking some shots, landing some shots. But obviously, when you got a guy like Usman, all it takes is one. Yeah, he's got. And it was a quick little too. left hook. Boom. Yeah. Lead hand too. Mm-hmm. One even like a like a like you know one from downtown. It was just like a quick left hand. Froze him. Yeah. Boom. Put him to sleep. Like he was out cold. Mm-hmm. It was one of those like where the you know, Anthony Pettis hits. Or like whenever uh, Nick Diaz knocked out Robbie Lawler the first time. Oh yeah. It was just a little bit like jab. a doop, and he's like, yeah. Just took him out. Right on the old kisser. Mm-hmm. That's all you need right there, man. Uh, expect big things from him. I mean, he's an athlete, heavyweight. I mean, still, it's got to be pretty intimidating knowing that you're in the same weight class as Francis Ngannou. I know, dude. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I got to hang out with, uh, actually, um, Kamaru's younger brother. What's his name? Muhammad. Yeah, yeah Muhammad. Got to hang out with him. Um, he's friends with uh, uh, Lex McMahon. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hang out with him. Uh, he was there helping my buddy, one of my old management, one of my old buddies. He's in his 50s, and he wanted an MMA fight. So he brought me. He's got a bunch of guys from, of course, ATT and guys from out that Boca Tan area to help him get ready. And, and uh, Muhammad was, was one of those guys. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy to help you get ready for sure. Super nice, man. Super nice. I met, I met both of his brothers, actually, Kamara's brothers. He's got, he's got another brother, too. It was pretty cool. Really nice guys. Anyway, yeah, solid guy. Mm-hmm. So the new Ultimate Fighter champion for yeah, him. Yeah, dude, working the way up, bro. Mm-hmm. I, we, yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, I'm just saying, I could have a brother in the UFC right now too, but you know he's got a he's got oh, family yeah. he's got to take care of. I know. You would do work, dude. You got to get. It's just the 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 anxiety part that you hate the most, and the training part. Yeah, basically all of it. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, it was a good fight. Good fight. Who's yeah. next? Well, the next is the co-main, and we'll spend some time on the co-main. Jeff Neal and Vicente Luque. I'm not even going to say anything. Go take all it right. away. First off, when this first when this fight was first um, announced, I was thinking Vicente Luque, you know, after watching Jeff Neal in his, in his previous fight, didn't look too good. I forgot who he fought. He uh, he split decision Ponzinibbio. That's right, split decision Ponzinibbio, and uh, he was he was he was all right. But my experience with both, and I think that's that's why I was leaning towards Vicente. And it could be. Let me get into it first. Uh, I felt like the three rounds I went with, with Vicente was harder than the five rounds that I went with Jeff Neal. And I think possibly that could have been just because we only had three rounds to get work in, you know. And then with Jeff, we had five rounds to get work in. But, uh, you know, I, but I also got to realize, you know, I did break my hands in that fight, um, which kind of I wasn't able to really pull off some of the techniques that I could have pulled off leading into, you know, later on in the fight. But it was just it was very tough. It was very tough. Both of them were tough. But um, I just felt like the Vicente Luque was was just harder. And that was when he was on that tear, right? He was just crushing everybody. And then, uh, obviously, I stopped him. And then... Um, you didn't stop him. I didn't stop him. but uh, Almost him. did a few times. Yeah. But Jeff did stop him. 
Jeff's got some heavy hands. But I think that had a lot to do with the way those both those both those guys fought. Well, that's what Luke I was going to say. I think the uh, the Luke fight was more difficult because um, he just stayed in your face, and you had to fight, or else he was going to beat you up. Mm-hmm. Jeff Neal, he moves. You know, he was on the outside a lot more. He works his setups, trying to get that left hand going. Luke is just – Luke will be in your face and not throw anything, so you have to throw stuff. Yeah, make sure it can tire you out. Like, his head will tire you out, mm-hmm. just pounding on his skull. And he's got a massive noggin, yeah. so he's I able him, to I take I saw him in – like, no, literally, like, he's got a big skull. I saw him in International Fight Week. I was like, dang, his skull is big. Yeah. Didn't believe me until you no. see yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Crushed my hands on that dang thing. Mm-hmm. Should have, shouldn't have hit him in the forehead on top of the noggin. Mm-hmm. So, anything stick out? Anything? Uh, Just the way, well, number one stuck out was why didn't Vicente move his head? Like, why weren't you moving your head? You're taking a lot of of a punishment right now. And Jeff Neal, to be able to take his strikes, not not too smart. Not smart. If if Jeff Neal is able to land his left hand on you, you're, you're going to sleep. I don't care how big your noggin is. He's just a powerful guy. He's notorious for knocking guys out with his hands. He's got good boxing. Uh, he, I thought he stayed really clean in the fight. Like he wasn't, Vicente wasn't able to draw him out of his comfort zone. Like he loved that fight. Like it was a perfect fight for for Jeff Neal. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it was just calm the whole time. Is it me or does Jeff Neal just look a lot older than he is? Yeah. No, he, he he definitely looks older than thirty or yeah. thirty one. Yeah, but Luke is the only thirty. Really, he's only thirty. Yeah. I think these guys are like close to my age. No, Luke is thirty and Jeff Neal's thirty one. Wow. What? Mm-hmm. I was thirty one. I was who was I fighting? Robert Whitaker, I think, maybe ten. Ten years ago. <laughs> Dang, dude, yeah. you old, bro. <laughs> I mean, I fought Jeff Neal like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that long ago. Um, the thing that stuck out to me was number one, yeah, Luque's head movement was just zero. And he got stung by the same left hand. And it wasn't like Jeff Neal was doing a whole lot to set it up. Mm-hmm. He wasn't getting real crazy. He was literally just throwing it just textbook straight down the middle. Boom. You know? Yeah. And that's always been that. Uh, open stance kind of battle, you know. You hear the, you heard Jeff Neal's coach yelling, "Keep your front foot on the outside," so that he could land that left hand. Yeah. He did that really well, and Luke didn't adjust. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't do that. He didn't adjust. He didn't pick up on it. Um, it's almost like because he's so tough, he was relying on that too much. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to catch up to you. Oh yeah. All that punishment is going to catch up to you eventually. Um, yeah, I agree. It does. Everybody. Very few people can can outlast the the punishment and the damage another thing that stuck out was jeff neal essentially did what you did but better because that's his natural stance yeah how many times did you rock luke with the left hand two or three yeah you know one of them was a right hand as he was coming in but left hand boom straight down the pipe but you're, you're not a natural southpaw. No. Left hand is not your power hand. Nope. 
But that's Jeff Neal's bread and butter. That was his. That was his. The left hand. Yeah. Right. H bomb for sure. So it was just kind of like. Perfect for me. It was like a perfect vibe for Jeff. Yeah, and it was number six guy. He's Who gonna wanted be up that there. Fight? Was that Vicente call for that fight? Is I think that... they both did. Yeah. I think Vicente was like, "Look, I want to fight a striker now. I want to try to get my get another finish." Because he had fought Bilal, and that was you know a, a rough performance from from that. Um, and before that, he had fought you know. Nobody of real huge credibility, but he was finishing dudes again. So he yeah. was like, you know, I just lost to Bilal. I want to fight another striker, I guess. Just stars aligned, and they landed on each other. Um, I think the time off helped Jeff. He was going yeah. through some stuff there, you know, a few years ago. And time off, I think, helped him, got his mind right, back in the training camp. and just like It was just like, the perfect like, storm for Jeff. Yeah, yeah. He looked good. He looked crisp. The left hand was sharp. He was moving his head as he was hitting. He was hitting the left hand. He was hitting the two and then ducking out. You know, the, the check hook wasn't there for, for Luque. And then, yeah, the biggest thing was just Luque's – I heard one of them saying, I forgot who it was. Maybe it was Bisbeing. I, I don't remember. But just holding your hands up is not an effective guard. Yeah. You can't, you can't just have your hands there and expect to not get hit. You know, you got to have the, the, the other hit. stuff in it as well. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing that that Jeff Neal has along with not you know keeping his hands up. Mm -hmm. He does walk forward. He does move forward. I think uh, you know in the later round, it was only a three round fight, but I remember I, I recall in the fourth and fifth round when I fought him, he would just come forward, and there was a time where I literally just grabbed his left hand and just moved him. You know what I mean? It was like I had my left foot in front, he had his right foot in front, so we were in an open stance. It was kind of one of those battles of who can land their power hand. Mm -hmm. He just come forward. And I literally grabbed his hand, and just kind of went, whoop, just moved him over. But uh, he does have some good bouncing, good in and out movement. Pop, pop, mm -hmm. You know, good rhythm to him. But do you think he? Do you think he moves up? You think he takes Vicente's spot? I don't think. I don't think he's going to take the number six spot. Just because you look in there, you have guys like first off you, who you beat both of those guys. Um, then you have Sean Brady, who's undefeated, who's right behind you. You have Shavkat, who's undefeated, who's right behind you. You know, I I think he might be able to move into the top ten on hundred percent. For him to go to six, though, I don't know if that'll happen. Mm -hmm. Well, he called out um, Gilbert Burns. Yeah, dude. What are your thoughts? I think that's a great fight. I mean, Jeff Neal's takedown. He's a big boy, and people don't understand. Like, he is strong. Mm -hmm. He's got. He's known for his takedown defense. He took Luke down easy. Yeah. Um. But he's a very powerful guy. Um, if I would fight him, if I were to fight him, and I think that's one of the reasons why I was able to, you know, to to, to beat him was I would ask for the five rounds. Mm -hmm. Big powerful guys tend to tire out as the fight goes on; they slow down. So if I were to fight him, if I was Gilbert, I would like make it a main event. Yeah, but Gilbert, I mean, he has a tendency to gas too, though. Yeah, but I mean, looking at his last his last fight, you'll have a better chance. Of, of working your game plan if the fight was longer, you know. I see. I see Jeff Neal winning that fight. Yeah, he's he's very difficult to take down. Good takedown defense. He's got longer reach, more powerful strikes, very clean, and he sticks to his game. Like he's very difficult to pull out of, to you know, out of his game plan. Mm -hmm. So, he's very clean fighter. 
I, I, I agree with you. I think that's a great fight for Jeff. Mm-hmm. Question is, will the UFC let that happen? Will Gilbert let that happen? Will Gilbert let that happen? Because who was he supposed to fight? Who, who he's, he's been trying to get Masvidal. That's and right. Masvidal's kind of like entertained it a little bit. Yeah. But that's a long time from now because, you know, I know Masvidal's got to get through all those allegations with Colby. Col- Where's Colby at? I guess that's he's, he's playing poker, dude. Yeah, no, winning like $48,000. got like seventh place in this huge poker tournament. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, good for you. If you can make crazy money and not get punched in the face, go for boom. it. Boom. It's like uh, Conor McGregor getting the movie role in the new Roadhouse remake. Oh, I know, dude. <laughs> God bless you. Thanks, sir. So just hit me. That's gonna be huge. We'll see how he does on that. Roadhouse. It's gotta. He's gotta be like a quick cameo. He can't be like a. No, human. he has. He's like co-starring in it. I think. Stop. I think he's got like a pretty, pretty big role. I don't remember anybody from Ireland. In that movie, the old Roadhouse movie. Like, well, who was he supposed to be? I don't know. The bad guy. Maybe I don't know. Jake. Gen- who's he? Who's he? Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. So who's supposed to be the road? Uh, what's his name? Patrick Swayze. Yeah, he's supposed to be Patrick. I Swayze. think Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, I've never even seen the movies. They should just CGI him in. Patrick Swayze. Yeah, dude, you can't beat Patrick Swayze. He sways. Yeah. I know, R.I.P., dude. I know, dude. And uh, freaking Cowboy. I've seen him in some recent. He was in. Uh, yeah, that's why he quit. That's why he quit UFC too. He's like, he I'm going to be a movie star, baby. <laughs> sounded just I'm like, on the movie star. He's he's starring star, with buddy. Gina Carano. He was just in the uh, Terminalist. Terminalist. Yeah, he's yeah. one of the guys that got his the axe stuck in his skull. Yeah, it's crazy to see him in there. I was like, what? That's freaking him. He's actually pretty good. Yeah. And I don't think he, he didn't have a crazy. He had one. He said one thing, and that was it. But still, yeah. Like, Dude, where where's my movie break, bro? I need to get a movie break. What the uh-huh. heck? You could be uh, Johnny Cage. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Do we go? When are we gonna make you Johnny Cage?" Next Johnny Mortal Cage Kombat. is too arrogant. You can't. You couldn't be arrogant. Not only that, but the Mortal Kombat scene is just not. It just ain't hitting right now. It ain't now. hitting, man. <laughs> I figured this new one was gonna be dope. It was a lot better than the other ones, but it was like, yeah. I know, dude. Why is it martial arts flicks like that? You know, guys who actually do martial arts, it's the acting. They That's just, the thing. Yeah, you either have the really good fight scenes, but the, the rough acting, or you have the dumb fight scenes, but the better acting. Well, not that's not that's unless not you're true. Donnie in or, or Jackie Chan in or bro. The first Matrix, freaking dope martial arts kill. Like he'd been doing it for years. Yeah, I know that's cool, but I mean, like that's what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. No, that was, that was sick. Well, the first Matrix is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, it was way better than the other ones. Yeah, the other ones are just like the last one that came out was just the I've never worst. Seen it. Don't even, don't even bother. I'm not. Don't even bother. I want to not bother all of them in the face, all of them in the face for making that movie. That's a it's shame. Like, it just made it worse. You just ruined it for me. I can tolerate the third one. The second one, the CGI, it was like they were just CGI happy on the second one. Mm. Oh, golly, with the fight scene with all the Agent Smiths, it was just like, dude, I'm just walking a freaking cartoon right now. (laughs) Yeah, straight out of Toy Story. So, 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, good. You know, I don't know what's next for Luke. Maybe he needs to take some time off, get his mind right. I don't know. And then <sighs> Jeff Neal. See, we'll see who they end up giving him. Rematch. Rematch. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But definitely not. I'm just looking for a striker. If y'all guys can't tell. Yeah. I mean, Vicente, I mean, Vicente was able to get a striker. Why can't I get a striker? Dang it. Because you already beat the striker that he got. You already beat all the strikers in the top 15. What's Pajeda? He's like 14. Okay. Well, I don't or know 14, maybe 15. Yeah. You just got to get a W, what dude. What about Li Jing Liang? You got you to gotta, you gotta grow some cojones and just knock somebody out, whoever wow. it is. It's a lot harder. It's a lot. It's easier said than done. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it and not doing it. <laughs> Grow cojones and fight somebody. Oh, Knock them out. Brothers, dude. Brothers. Where, you know what I mean? Y- y'all feel me out there. We're going to start a petition. Grow cojones. Grow cojones. Cojones. But that was a great fight. Great, great performance by Jeff Neal. Real smooth, solid. Happy you for know. the guy, man. You know, after our last fight, he sent me this sweet. Instagram, but he was just being super nice, dude. Yeah. Thanking me for the fight. Appreciate it. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, man, I just want to give you a hug right now after eating this. Yeah. Anyway, super nice guy. And then. Pretty sure you uh, did give him a hug, like, in the fight. I did. Yeah. I, I, you I, helped I, him I helped up. him up. He helped you up. He helped me up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the main event. Santos. You had Santos. Dad Bod versus Incredible Hulk. Dad bod took him out. Took him out, dude. What, do you, what, what does that say for all the dad bods out there, sweet tea? You're, you got you got a nice dad bod. No, I'm I'm beyond dad bod. Really beyond yeah. it. Dad bod, bod is like skinny fat. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like your limbs are kind of skinny, but you have like that gut. Uh huh. Wow. He looked good. He looked sharp. And Santos just got tired. I think I think I that like, was it. I feel like yeah, Santos. He hadn't been the same after he fought John Jones. After the nobody ACA. has. Nobody has. You just saw Gustafson. Oh my gosh. You know, for that wasn't his last fight though. Nobody has. But no, but still. But I feel like after the knee surgeries and stuff, it, like he just wasn't the same. He hadn't been the same. The the, the mindset's not there, you know. It's a it's a huge part, man. You but it was a good fight. Wait, when did when did he get finished? What third round, round I third think. Third round. Five round. Fight. Santos was just gas. That dude's been on a tear though. Hill's been on a tear. Been yeah. knocking everybody out. Yeah. With him and his dad, but it must be the power of the dad bod. Yeah. Is, I mean, does he have any kids? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. But I think a lot solid. of those guys that fought last night were from LFA organization. Yeah. LFA, yep. They posted something up with like all the guys that fought for LFA. LFA, you know, LFA is one of those those what are they like funnel organizations? Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like the minor leagues for the UFC. Yeah. So, and then you got Dominic Cruz fighting Chito Vera coming up this weekend, man. That's right, man. Isn't isn't uh, Cody on that card as well? I don't think so. Cody Garbrandt. I saw thing? the main card and I was like, there's 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 nobody that really stuck out to me. Yeah. I was watching something at the breakfast uh, for breakfast this morning, and uh, maybe that was the old fight of Cody Garbrandt and Dominic Cruz. Oh Is that yeah, what that lead up was. Yeah, that was a flashback. Got you. That was a flashback. Yeah, it'd be great to see Dom. I mean, I've you know, I'm kind of getting to that point too. It's like I feel like I have it. I fight like every year, like once a year. 
Mm-hmm. He hadn't fought like every two years, maybe. When's the last time my man Dominic fight? He beat that. Uh, he beat a, while, a right? new. He beat a young kid. Sanhagen? Uh, no. He beat Sanhagen though, right? Did he fight no, Sanhagen? No, TJ Dillashaw did. Oh, that's right. That's right. Cruz fought. Wasn't it when he called out freaking Hans Mullenkamp? That weird call out. No, he beat. That was the Casey Kenny fight, and then he beat um, Pedro Munoz. Oh, okay. And he called out the monster guy, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> monster. Yeah, guy. he fought December of last year. Gotcha. I was about to fight Cheeto Vera. Man, Cheeto Vera, dude. Cheeto Vera's been on a tear he, mm-hmm. after beating all. Um, he destroyed Rob Font. Yeah. No, but uh, he beat. And then uh, he after front kicked Frankie Edgar. Before that, he beat Davy Grant. Tomal Vera. Yeah. Uh, he beat. Uh, he beat Marlon. He beat Sean O'Malley. Sean then, O'Malley. He, then he got beat by that's Jose Aldo. Oh my gosh! What do you think about Sean O'Malley and Peter Yawn? Like that's like the, dude. That's that's, that's going like straight huge. to the top. For, for but I, I think he's got more of an advantage. You know what I'm saying? Talking about um, Sean O'Malley just because he's so tall. He's yeah. long. It's just we'll see. It's going to so be a good strong. one. Yeah, I, I agree. When does that fight happen? That's, Mass that's, no, no. I think that's, that's Abu Dhabi. Uh, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. I think that's the Charles Oliveira card. Mm-hmm. We got some good fights coming up, man. We do really good fights. Uh, I, I hope to be a part of those good fights. Some of those Madison Square Garden is like is where I'm set right now. MSG mm-hmm. always. I love fighting at MSG. Cause it's just right up, right up, right, right upstairs, up bro. Right up like there, right up more. Right up there. Hit that quick alpha flame flight. Blop, Be blop. there. Hit it back. Hit that fight. You know what I mean. You know, get that W. Get that bony. Yeah, well, peace out. Good uh-huh. life. Ha <laughs> ha. Appreciate you guys listening to the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> now, for real though, love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out with us. We don't, love it. We love don't it forget when you guys to join us. Hit the thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't done so already. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. Um, And stay tuned. Once a week, dropping one. We'll see y'all next week. Oh, yeah. Technique Tuesday coming out this Wednesday. Check it out, y'all. Pretty cool stuff. Going to be going over that uh, head kick. Yeah. Peace, y'all.